y'all. How's it going? It is your lovely host, Jenna Vesper of the one and the only Date Card Pod. What's up? Um, yeah, tonight I'm actually flying solo, which is kind of uh, interesting. I guess you could kind of say I'm flying, flying like a goose, maybe. Um, do gooses fly solo or are they in a gang? I don't really know. Hong Kong. Hashtag Hong Kong. Anyway, no, I really hope you wouldn't call me a goose, um, because at the end of tonight's episode of Bachelor in Paradise, uh, we don't really like gooses anymore. Not that I'm sure I even really liked the goose thing, but we definitely don't like it anymore. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm hosting tonight alone for a couple reasons. Um, I'm a nanny, and it turns out that's a very dangerous job, and you get exposed to a lot of really ooey-gooey sicknesses. So, I don't want to get any of my friends sick, so I decided to just kind of hang out by myself. Also, I was just feeling a little low because in, well, probably fucking the whole West Coast is covered in smoke. And the smoke is also making my allergies really fucked up, so... I've been just kind of laying low tonight. Um, also, I am probably running my relationships pretty thin with my obsession with this goddamn franchise. And while most of my friends and my partner have been very supportive of this, at some point I feel like they don't want to watch four hours of Bachelor-related television a week, whereas Loki, I could probably watch two more this week because... I am here for this fucking show. Um, it's amazing. Uh, this is this was a great episode of Bachelor in Paradise. This is night three. Um, it's the second night of this week, but I guess the third night of the season four of Bachelor in Paradise. And it is, it's usually, this is kind of an interesting time of Bachelor in Paradise for people who've been following along, people who are new to watching this franchise. This is usually around the time in the process where a lot of relationships, I'm definitely using air quotes when I say relationships, have been, have started to, you know, take off, you know, uh, to use <laughs> an airplane uh, metaphor, and they're taking off a little bit, and then as they're about to leave the runway, and they're just like, an, it's going to be smooth sailing from here on out, all of a sudden like a fighter jet comes out of nowhere and just crashes into the plane before it can even fully take off. Um, yes. <laughs> and so that is kind of what happens around this time at Bachelor Paradise and it is pretty dramatic and funny and very like obvious and predictable but also super entertaining. Um, I guess before we even get into what happened this week with all of that fucking garbage, uh, we have to talk about the other trash um, that is happening right now, which is the Colton-Becca-Tia drama. Um, basically, last night's episode left off with Colton in his room crying, oh, excuse me, uh, about having seen Becca um, come back to the franchise to just have a talk, I guess, basically just with Tia, even though the the... I guess the reason she came there was to tell all the ladies, like, some advice. I'd like to hear what the advice she gave to Bibiana is. Or maybe some of the advice she gave to Kendall. No. Uh, all she did was pull Tia aside to talk to her. 
Um, and then Colton got really upset by that. And so basically Becca goes upstairs into his room to kind of talk with him because she hears that he's basically having a hard time getting over their relationship and he won't be able to really focus on finding love blah 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 and honestly I'm so over it I read a lot of like Twitter and Instagram reactions today regarding Colton before watching this episode tonight and like I can definitely see why it's not all on him you know like he's definitely being manipulated by the producers and also like Tia kind of came in and quote-unquote ruined his chances with Becca in the previous season. So, you know, it's like, why is he necessarily the bad person in this situation solely when Tia's also been kind of flip-flopping and doing some things and I guess was the original one to break it off with him before he went to Bachelorette? So I don't know. But, but that's kind of, that's my point is I don't like either of them. I don't really want either of them on my television screen anymore. They're just boring to me. It's very, like, just basic bro and basic chick like meh. I don't know I just do not like it and I honestly still don't really trust Colton um I don't think he's a fucking villain or anything I don't think he's a bad dude I think he just doesn't isn't quite either he's quite he's not genuine or he genuinely doesn't know what he wants and is just kind of like a 26 year old virgin I hate to bring it up again but you know just doesn't quite know what he's doing with, like, relationships, you know. So, I'm just kind of over it. And, I mean, all this talk about him potentially being The Bachelor has really just made me roll my eyes to the point of I need to get new glasses because I shattered the fucking lenses. Um, but I just hope that we don't... I don't want to see him as the next Bachelor. I just don't need to, that kind of level of goody two-shoe indecisiveness I don't it's weird am I like the only one who just like sees somebody who's like trying to extra be super like pure and nice and like my Instagram is full of puppies and kids that I help with you know uh disabilities and oh I take care I like my family and I like I, did I mention I like dogs I know I mentioned it already but I really like dogs I'm just like it's just too much you know it's too good. It's like he's virtue signaling at some point. Or not, that's the wrong word. He's just boasting about how like, how like, chill and how how you know just down to earth good guy he is. And I'm just like I do not quite believe that. And it just speaks a little bit to like, in general, whenever I find people on Tinder who are just like, I like adventure and I like family and I like laughing and I like tacos and pizza. It's like of course everyone likes those things. Everything, every, no one, no one doesn't like tacos in their family for fuck's sakes. So tell me something like more individual. I need to know more about you, you know? Everyone's always like, I like dogs on Instagram and Tinder or whatever. And I'm just like, of course everyone likes dogs. Fuck's sakes. Like, ah. It's not, liking dogs, liking dogs is not a personality trait. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm going to just fucking put it on the podcast right now. This is my podcast. I can do what the fuck I want with it. Liking dogs is not a personality trait. Liking cats is not a personality trait. Okay? You know? Like, what the fuck? Are we all so deadened by all of, like, the terror in our fucking society that, like, we have to just be, like, comforted by the fact that we know people like dogs and cats? 
can't with it anymore. Anyway, you can send your hate mail to somebody who gives a fuck. Um, so, what was I talking about? Okay, well, Becca goes next to Cole, and she just tells him, like, Hey, buck up, buddy. Get out there. You can do it. And then he goes, You're right. I can do it. I am gonna buck up, buddy. That was the end of that scene. Fucking thank God. Ugh. Okay, so, the next thing that happens is that we get a little bit of some, like, scenes of... Annalise talking about how much she is really digging Jordan um because they had a date um did they even have a date no I think they just talked to each other on the beach I can't even recall anyway they really like each other or whatever and Jordan says he likes her too and Annalise is like really smitten with Jordan and talking to like all the other people like in these little side cuts about how much she's like into him and how she really hopes that they get a date and everything and then all of a sudden Dun 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 Jenna. <laughs> no, and I'm not just talking about myself. I'm talking about another person named Jenna. Comes into paradise. And Jenna, if you guys don't remember or don't know or don't give a fuck, uh, she was from Ari season. She only lasted about like two or three weeks. Um, I think she did go to the bowling date, but I'm not sure if she made it past that. She was a very eccentric uh individual and I respect the book out of Jenna <laughs> because in her personal life she runs social media like content and like branding companies and she owns another business and she's like basically oh her job title for The Bachelor was influencer um because like that's actually what she does to make money which is kind of what everyone does in this franchise to make money but she's been doing it before she was even on the show before she even got casted on The Bachelor she was making a living off of being an influencer and that is hashtag goals <laughs> so much so props to Jenna uh, my namesake and I love it um so then basically Jenna comes down and Jordan is smitten as f he just like it's like love at first sight um and it was really funny I actually I took a couple Instagram videos on the date card pod Instagram page and like I think I caught one of the times when Jordan like saw Jenna for the first time and you could like see in his face like he was like an angel had just arrived and uh, he was just into it and so of course everyone with two eyeballs besides Annalise sees all of this happening and they're like oh my god those two people are gonna be really good for each other and Jenna sees it. She's like super into Jordan. She's like, yeah, I want to take this guy on a date. And Annalise is just like, <laughs> sorry, that was me drinking a beer and crying into it. Um, so as you guessed it, Jordan and Jenna go on a date. And it's like the best fucking date ever. And they have such a good time. And the entire time it cuts back to the scenes over at the beach with Annalise talking to everybody being like, but Jordan's a really nice guy and he just really likes me and I think we're going to fall in love and it's going to be really great. And then it cuts back to scenes with Jordan and Jenna and they're just like, oh my god, I've never met somebody who's just like me and you're so fucking beautiful and you're so fucking handsome and you should kiss my face and I'm going to kiss your face. And then they kiss each other's face for like forever. 
Um, and it's actually pretty hot. Actually, they look like they're, like, gonna totally fuck on this palapa at one point. Um, and, uh, so, anyway, they come back from the date, and, I mean, for better or for worse, Jordan is incredibly frank with Annalise. He pulls her aside, sits her on a little couch thing, and he... I mean, we're obviously missing some context because that's how the show is fucking made. They film, you know, hours of content and they just give us, like, five minutes of it. But regardless, he sits her down and he's, like, incredibly fucking frank with her. And he's like, I just want to let you know the date I had with Jenna today was fantastic. It was incredible. Um, I'm not going to lie. It was a... An amazing date. We had a uh, stellar connection. Uh, I really, I'm just, you know, it was, uh, I, I just, I honestly can't tell you how great of a date it was. And, um, you know, I really had a good date with you as well. But he, like, just uses, like, words, like, good with her. He's like, I had a really good date with you. And that was a really good time. And I, and I think that you're wonderful. Um, but, you know, I just... Just want you to know that date I had was fucking the best dude ever. Which is basically what he was saying. But he did actually say the words. He's like, I just want you to know I told her I'm going to give her my rose. Which was like pretty harsh and pretty like presumptive and just like way like what? Okay. Poor Annalise. And then um, she, I think I wrote down a quote. He's like. Yeah, the date was fantastic today with Jenna. And then he okay, so then he says, I I want I told her I'm gonna give her my rose, but you never know how tomorrow is. And if things change, you know, I like you as a person. He said that to Annalise, like that is like the fucking way. I like you as a person. Ooh. Anyway, Annalise gets it, she's like, whatever, and she just like leaves and she to her credit, doesn't make... I mean, she definitely cries about it and is upset, but she doesn't, like, storm up to Jenna and make a big scene. She doesn't, like, cause any real drama or whatever. She's just like, okay, whatever. I don't guess I don't need the model anymore. Um, okay. So, let's see here. Um, Jordan goes... He goes and makes out with Jenna again a little bit more. And then later on, um... Okay, this is the this is some weird drama. So Jenna's laying on one of the palapas, like passed out because that girl is probably tired and drunk, and so she's passed out. And she has all these amazing little sensor black boxes over her butt cheeks because apparently her um, bikini bottom was quite uh, teeny tiny. Um, so she's like laying on this palapa, and like the entirety of her butt is covered with a black box, which is really funny. And, uh, all of a sudden, who comes over to wake her up from her delicious margarita nap but fucking David, chicken dude. He comes over and he's carrying a plate full of some, I don't know, it was like a, literally like a cake that somebody had, like, smashed with their hands and so it was, like, broken up into a bunch of little pieces. I don't know. There was, like, seven candles in it and it's like, I'm pretty sure she's not just seven years old, David. Ugh. Pedophile. Anyway. Oh, because it was Jenna's birthday. I should have said that earlier. Not that it matters. You guys figured it out already. So it was Jenna's birthday. So David comes over and he's like, happy birthday to you. And then she's like, ah, I love it. Oh my God. 
sad because uh, that's kind of what she does a lot. She just like laughs and says like <laughs> just like positive things all the time. She's just like, oh my god, I'm having such a good time. Oh my god, the sky is so blue. <laughs> wow, the sand feels so funny in my toes. I'm having the greatest time. Like that's basically what she's um, like all the time. But I also love her. So that was not shade. That was just like art imitating art. Um, so David comes over with this fucking cake and he's like, blah, blah, blah. I need to like show you that I'm like a contender for your heart and stuff. And I brought you this cake because like I care about you, even though I've literally never talked to you before. And she's like, ha, 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 cake's great. And then basically Jordan comes over and he's like, mm, what the fuck? But he like keeps it chill and actually just like sits down really awkwardly next to Jenna while David's on the other side of Jenna and they just kind of like stare at each other. And then David does what's probably one of the most cringeworthiest, grossest things I've seen in a long time. And I've, and I've met men like this in my life and I just fucking beyond, beyond hate it. And he just keeps, because he, he's using this tone with her like he really wants her to know that he's interested in her. And that if she were to choose him to make out with or hang out with, he would be good with that. So then he also just basically says a bunch of things like, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm just really glad we could celebrate your birthday today. She's like, yeah, and he's like, no, I just, I mean, I'm just really glad that I could get you a cake. And it just makes me really glad that you aren't going to have your birthday alone. And, like, the, I guess I'm, I'm having a hard time articulating why this bothers me. It's this concept that, like, when certain kind of douchey, creepy guys really want you, the woman, to know that they're happy with how they're treating you nicely. It's like a good guy complex situation. He just wants her to know that he knows he's doing a good thing and that the good thing will end in a reward for him, you know, i.e. her affection. That's like that vibe that happens so often, like, hey, uh, no, of course, I'm just really happy I could pay you those compliments or give you that emotional support I'm just really glad it's always using the word glad that just really triggers me um and she's just kind of like okay I'm cool and he's just like you know anything can change in paradise things can change in like an instant referring to like her uh feelings for Jordan could change and turn into feelings for David and she's like, okay. <laughs> and then he just like, he's like, all right, I'm going to leave now. But just, you know, as he's getting off the palapa, he goes like, uh, what did he say? Did I write it down? <sighs> he wrote, he said, um, oh, don't worry. We'll have fun. He like literally said that. It was something really gross like that. Like, oh, we'll have fun. And she's like, huh? He's like, oh, we'll, we'll have fun. We'll have fun. And he gets off and just walks away. And I'm just like. That was the creepiest interaction ever, and she's just, like, so uncomfortable. And then Jordan's right there, and it was just like, what is going on with this fucking show sometimes? I swear to God. Somebody needs to kick David off. It sucks because he has, the men have the roses this week, so he's not going anywhere, and I could fucking give two fucks about him right now. Mm. So, um, 
Jordan's upset a little bit. He throws the remainder of the shitty cake onto the sand, um, which is an aggro move, and I don't necessarily approve of aggro moves, but it was a shitty cake, and David's a shitty dude. And it wasn't like Jordan was being, like, super aggro with it. He was just like, I don't want this cake in front of me anymore, and you're not going to eat it, so I'm just going to throw it on the ground. <laughs> um, so that's that's what happened with that. Um, and then we just get a real cute scene with Yuki and Wells at the bar and Colton walks up and he's like, hey, my name is Colton. And she's like, oh, you're so big. And then, um, basically Wells goes, Yuki, Cole plays, Colton plays football, which he doesn't actually play football anymore because he fucking hurt his body somehow. And she's like, oh, football. Okay. Oh, you have many women. And that was obviously a staged, um, interaction. <laughs> Because it was dumb and fucking not really funny. But it was kind of funny, though. And I guess in a sense it was funny because Colton's face was definitely like, Ooh, not really. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> what are women? <laughs> women? <laughs> you mean like my mom? <sighs> anyway, fuck it. He didn't actually say that, but I just thought that was basically the tone. The next thing happens, um, we get a cut in with Eric, who's like still, we don't see fucking shit with Erica, Eric in this season. I'm still pissed off that they sent Wells home, um, last night. But, uh, Eric is, um, basically making a move on Angela, which no one knows who she is, so that's gonna be a very boring relationship that no one gives a fuck about. Um, uh, Miracle season, I guess, um... And now comes in, it's like the next day or something, I don't really fucking know, is the next thing that comes through and down the pipeline, i.e. the stairs to Bachelor or Paradise, is Caroline, which is another person no one really gives a fuck about. Um, she was on Ari season and she was one of the boring brunettes um, and she really didn't have much to do with anything. Uh, earlier in this season, um, Dylan and I would reference her as being the one that was always like during the women tell all and Ari season Ari season she went on the couch and like said to Ari I know what you did and I can't believe you would ever do something like that how dare you I hope you can sleep at night how dare you I know what you did um <laughs> and that was because, basically, at the time, she knew what none of us knew, which was that Ari would choose Becca as his winner of his season, only to dump her a month later to get with Lauren B. Because there was, like, six Laurens. And, <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, you know... Props on Caroline for, like, knowing what was up and, like, having that moment. But also, like, that was, like, her only redeeming quality. Um, so she comes down and, I mean, she is beautiful and seems very kind and probably quite smart. But is very boring and has really nothing to offer. She's very nervous, um, which I guess I can respect that. She definitely seemed, like, kind of, like, didn't know what to do with her hands. And she's like, where's the bathroom? And that would have definitely been me if I was at, on the, the beach. I would have been like... Um, I had to take a poop. Where's the bathroom? And then I would probably have been sent home because no one likes it when women talk about their poops. 
Um, wow, I just realized that last night's episode and this night's episode has poop talk already. Wow. Well, if anyone wants to sponsor me, um, I definitely would definitely be sponsored by um, toilet paper companies or baby wipe companies. Because honestly, if you're not using baby wipes, um, what you doing, boo? I don't know what you're doing with your life. Basically, Caroline talks to a couple of the guys, but she ends up choosing John, who they go on a really, uh, whatever, a date in some city, and they eat some food, and they dance in front of a band, and it's very, like, cultural. Like, they go on a cultural date. It's very, whatever. They make out, even though multiple times Caroline tells the camera that John is not really her type of man because she normally goes for, like, big, buff, like, um, basic kind of jock bros, and John is uh, a pure angel. So, you know, whatever. But she is like, actually, I'm really kind of into this, like, uh, perfect angel vibe that this guy is giving off, so maybe I'll kiss him. So they kiss, whatever. The next day she's like, oh, shit. I should really date nice guys, um, genuine nice guys, because John's actually one of those, and I should, that's what I should do. So, she's, like, all, like, hopped up on him, but, da, 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 who comes down the fucking path, but Jubilee, which is this babe of a contestant, uh, who was, if you could remember, Dear, dear Bachelor fans who are, have been listening and watching for a long time, Jubilee was on Ben Higgins' season, which is season, which was, um, a couple seasons ago. Uh, there was Ari, then there was Nick before him, and then there was Ben Higgins. Um, and, uh, his, that was a good season. Um, wait, that can't be right. We're missing somebody. Hmm. Now then, Ben was? Ben was? Oh, we don't? No, that sounds about right. Okay, yeah. Uh, Jubilee was on Ben's season, and Jubilee is this wonderful, wonderful, um, a person who was in the military, and she had a pretty tragic backstory. Like, I guess, like, I mean, I'm not even exaggerating. Like, the majority, if not, like, all of her family died in, like, some, um, horrific terrorist attack in a different country uh, that they were born in. Um, I, I'm not sure which... I, I'm not going to say what country because I do not recall. That would be inappropriate to guess. Um, and so she was kind of like orphaned and she was a military and she's like seen a bunch of shit. And um, she was a really kind of multifaceted um, person on Ben's season. And she kind of got picked on by some of the other girls who didn't like how she just kind of came across with like no fuss no muss and wore her heart on the sleeve kind of situation so she got kicked off she stayed up pretty late but she got kicked off eventually and she went on one season of BIP on season two um and the season that Jade and Tanner fell in love on and got um engaged and so Jubilee was on that season and uh I don't recall why she went home or anything, but she did. Anyway, so she, now she's back, and that's kind of wild, because, like, what? She, wait, oh my gosh, I guess that was season. There's so many, see, I'm getting confused on my Bachelor in Paradise seasons. Okay, I guess you don't need to listen to this, because, um, hold on, I'm just gonna pause it real quick. Okay, I'm back, sorry. 
I definitely had to go check out um, how many seasons of Bachelor in Paradise that we have already had because I am that kind of nerd where I would not be comfortable continuing this podcast without knowing for sure. So I lied earlier. This is current season is season five. So I've been doing it for five seasons. I did not watch the first season, but I've watched every season after that. And um, Jay and Tanner were in, in season two. Carly and Evan were in season three. A um, bunch of nobodies were last season. Well, Raven and Adam are still together. But then they didn't get engaged, but they're still together. And then um, now we're on the current season. Okay, so Jubilee comes down and Jubilee is interested in John. Who, if you just remember from like five minutes ago, I was talking about John went on a date with Caroline and they got along and made out and then now Julie's like I want to take John on a date because I think he's super amazing and handsome and a perfect angel because she sees his fucking angelic qualities right from the start because she has two working eyeballs and so she takes him on a date and they go ziplining which is really cool I would not do that um because I'm terrified of heights but it does look really fun and they nerd out during their little dinner part and they're so cute and we find out a little bit more about John which was if you may remember his like claim to fame and his title um for Becca's season was that he was like the creator of Venmo so we find out a little bit more about that it was basically he helped um write code and like create web develop oh god I don't know fucking I don't don't know tech words he created the iPhone app for Venmo um which is not necessarily creating Venmo I don't know like he didn't create the idea he just made the product work on iPhones and then he said that he left the business after it was sold to somebody else or whatever. So actually, don't know what he... I'm, I assume he's still a programmer. Oh, programmer. That's the word I wanted. Oh my god, I think uh, Harry Potter might be listening tonight. And um, if you don't know that reference, listen to last night's episode where we reference my... Uh, this person that I'm dating whose nickname is Harry Potter. Harry Potter happens to also be a web programmer. Fuck, that's not how you say it. <sighs> okay, anyway. Um, so that was really cute and Jubilee and John hit it off and they like make out a ton. And of course, what do we do? We cut back to scenes on the um back at the hotel and Caroline's just like, mm, I hope their date's really shitty. Um, because I really want John and it's just like that. It's such a weird thing to get be caught on camera being like, I hope these two people who like are genuinely nice people are having a terrible time because I really want to fuck John and not have her fuck John. So that was kind of weird. And then she comes back and they both come back from their date and it's like pretty chill. And then basically we don't really know what happens. I think Caroline doesn't come and talk to him quite yet. But, um, we'll see. I'm sure the preview shows that Caroline and Jubilee drama increases over John, which is not fun. I don't like to see people fighting over men because men are trash. But, um, if somebody is going to fight over a man, it might as well be Perfect Angel John. So, 
Like, I get it. Um, so, I guess the, the last thing that happens this episode, which was pretty fucking buck wild, was, like, randomly all of a sudden... Okay, so, if you also remember from last night's episode, Kenny and Crystal went on a date, which was kind of a surprise couple, because I don't really see them vibing together, but apparently they were vibing together, and Kenny really wanted to, like, increase the vibing, as it were. And so he brought some candles and drew a heart in the sand and was trying to back card on Crystal. And she was like, yeah, actually, it's going to be a no for me, dog. I am feeling friendship vibes with you, not romantic vibes. And Kenny was like, no. Which is like, whatever. Like, dude, you picked wrong. You should have picked somebody else because Crystal was not the fucking tree to go barking up on. I mean... Let's just be honest. Um, she's not a monster, but she's just not necessarily there for, like, marriage, you know? And Kenny is looking to settle down and get a new mom for his little girl. So, then, what did we see happen then? But, like, fucking on one of these random palapas over to the side. But Chris and Chris of Chris and Tia relationship all of a sudden talking to Crystal and they're just like I mean I'll, I'll be honest I wasn't paying a ton of attention by this point because um, my friend was texting me <laughs> and I was like wait what is going on here and whatever but basically all of a sudden Chris and Crystal god I hate that their names are the same um make out and it was a really gross make out it was kind of from like the ankle of the camera was from like out in the distance and kind of down below so we get to see like up into their noses and see Chris like use his tongue way too much it was not cool and then we um then we just cut to like basically Chris bragging about kissing Crystal and then that's when Colton's like "Ooh, I'm gonna go snitch on you so he goes and finds Tia, and he snitches on Chris, which is fine because, like, that's some garbage behavior from Chris. And Tia's like, oh no, because I just talked to Chris last night about being exclusive, which she, which she had. I did not mention that earlier. They had had, like, this conversation on camera about, like, kind of being exclusive, and Chris was like, I'm here for you, and I'm 100% in on this relationship, and then he goes and kisses Crystal, which is not really the same as what you just said, and then, basically, we get to this cut where, basically, Chris is talking to Jordan, and they have one of the grossest bro-out moments where they're talking about all these women as if they're like courses of a meal and they're like appetizers and main course and dessert and it's just like I'm not hungry anymore I'm I'm like the opposite of hungry with you guys talking about this and actually after I saw you kiss her with your weird tongue Chris I am nauseous actually I'm nauseous now I'm not even hungry for any dishes um and then it was just a really gross conversation in which Jordan actually definitely kind of lost some points in my book because he was talking, he was the one that was like, yeah, you're really winning, Chris, and good for you for kissing all these ladies and blah de blah blah which is like, ultimately, it's not that big of a deal that he wants to explore relationships with different women, but he just had a conversation with Tia the night before where he was like, no, I'm into it for you, and we're going to be here together. So, like, 
he just lied and just made out with somebody and said this really dope line which is you're gonna love this line y'all get ready for what Chris's uh, smooth line for Crystal was uh, I've never kissed a blonde so let me get you on that list or something like that but basically he was saying that like he had never kissed a blonde before which seems highly unlikely especially if you consider Tia kind of a blonde which I would because his highlights are definitely there so okay whatever um that's also really shitty and definitely not an excuse for making out with somebody and I really want to see if he says that to Tia when she confronts him that he'd be like no babe you understand I just had to kiss a blonde I and honestly in like if it's cool I'd really love to kiss a redhead if she comes down the stairs too garbage all garbage all men are garbage and I'm just like over it <laughs> you know what and that's a good thing because that was the end of the fucking episode basically we have a preview for next week there will be drama with with the goose Chris um and Tia there'll be some drama with Jubilee and Caroline um there's some alluded drama with Jordan David and Jenna still um, and I'm not sure. I feel like this is, they're going to probably bring in some dudes at some point. No, they're going to have the rose ceremony probably first. Um, and I'm actually interested to see who's going to go home. Is it going to be Bibiana? Is it going to be Annalise? Is it going to be Chelsea? Is it going to be Caroline? Because Jubilee takes John. Um, all these questions and more will be answered at some point next week. Or not, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's the fucking Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> There's uh, no rules, y'all. Just right. Um, so I hope you guys have been enjoying this solo version of the podcast. I kind of, I'm kind of digging it. I feel like I'm staying on topic way more than I've done ever before. So please let me know. Um, we got a review that definitely said, like, hey, can you guys, like, <laughs> get your shit together? So this is my attempt to get my shit together. So um, please review us if you liked this. And if you're interested in more solo times, I'm definitely going to bring people back because I love having people watching the show with me. And I do like uh, flexing on them with all of my vast, vast Bachelorette, Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise knowledge. Because um, there's honestly way too much of it. I really should be getting paid for it in some way because I spend most of my day on Instagram looking at these people's lives. And I don't understand why I do this, where, what compels me to do it. Um, I used to joke that a lot of times I really loved watching these um, shows because it made me feel better about myself because at least I'm not like these people, you know? But as I've grown, I've also started to have more compassion for, like, these people and the more I've gotten to stalk them let's just be honest that's what I'm doing um <laughs> I've started to see like you know where where these people are more multifaceted than maybe meets the eye and that obviously a lot of it's producer uh intervention on the shows and so there is you know not so much things to hate or you know they're not bad people they're probably really smart in a lot of cases they're obviously savvy business owners and savvy like 
go-getters and they and I respect the hustle of them trying to get um their time on on screen and get their money and to be honest like all this drama like as shitty as Chris is she is Colton all these people all these people are eventually the more drama the more times their names are being set on podcasts and put on memes and other things that just gives them a larger brand where they can get more money for their for, for their their jobs you know so I cannot hate that at all, and if that's ultimately the thing, then fucking go for it. Um, this would be the time that I would normally talk about, like, my lovely dating life, and I'm not really sure what to talk about. I will say, if you guys listened to last night's episode, you would have noticed at the very end we all, um, had a good time laughing at my expense. Um, because one of the guys that I'm going on dates with, um, we were nicknaming him Harry Potter and we were joking kind of about how he listens to the podcast even though he doesn't know anything about this franchise and I was like, oh, there's an Easter egg. If he listens to this episode, he'll know we're talking about him and then today I had not told him about any of this and he basically texted me out of the blue and was like, oh shit, my name is Harry Potter, <laughs> and he didn't know, and that was kind of a funny moment, so that was nice, um, but I'm probably not going to go on any dates this week, um, with anybody really, because I feel like I'm going to get sick, so that's kind of sad. I miss my partner Ryan, they're so sweet, and they're also a little sick right now, so much love to you, babes. Um, I hope that you're relaxing, and I hope that you also listen to this episode, and so that you get the little Easter egg at the end because you're such a cutie. Um, and I am gonna have to tell you. Well, if you listen to the podcast, then I guess you would know everything that happened, and then I wouldn't have to call you and tell you everything that happened on the last two nights of Bachelor in Paradise um, because clearly that's the most important thing. <laughs> in our relationship um no not at all but uh you should follow them on instagram at uh drawings and other things because they're a very talented artist and oh babe you should definitely watch next week's episode because that's the one where he throws jordan throws the bear into the ocean but spoiler alert it's actually not a bear it's a stuffed dog we had no idea it was a stuffed dog not a stuffed bear um, let's see here. Let me think about, like, a really funny date that I went on not too long ago that might be funny. Um, let's see here. We talked about the guy who went spitting last night. Um, oh, well, we're talking about Paradise Beach Fun. Um, <laughs> wait, I don't, okay, whatever. I'll, t I'll tell it anyway. It's kind of a crass story. So... One time with this um, guy that I was briefly dating for a couple months back in like four years ago or so, we went to Rooster Rock, Rooster Rock once. And for people who do not live in Portland, Oregon, Rooster Rock is a local sandy kind of beach area that's near the gorge. And it is also a nude beach. Um, and it's a really kind of beautiful area. A lot of people got there to go sunbathe nude. Um, and so me and this person were not there, and, uh, I mean, what else are you going to do in a nude beach? But, um, it, we were in, a, like, a kind of private area of the air, like, a more private area than I usually go to at that river. And so I was sucking his dick, <laughs> as one does, 
you know, getting sand in places that probably should not be getting sand in. And all of a sudden, I hear this noise and I look up and there's a man in the bushes jacking off, watching us participate in oral sex. And I was like, oh no. So I kind of just like lifted my head up and I told um, my partner, I was like, there's a guy in the bushes who's jacking off while watching us. And then he's just like, well, I mean, you can either keep going or stop, you know, your choice. And I was like, mm. and anyway, I stopped and then the guy left and you know, what? he never said anything and he wasn't like really creepy about it. Um, even though what he was doing was literally the definition of being a creeper, but <laughs> I was kind of like, okay, well that was fine. But like nowadays, I think if I was doing the same thing, I would just, uh, basically keep going because we're all going to die. You know, the big earthquake's going to come any day, uh, knock on wood, it's going to happen fucking any day and, uh, it's all going to end. So why not suck a dick off com to completion with somebody else in the bushes watching, you know, I don't know what that person's day is like. Maybe they really need this. Whatever. You know, just think about that in the future, okay? Everybody, think about what you can do to help another person have a better day. I am kidding, of course. Um, you should not do anything that you don't feel comfortable doing, and this is an awkward story. Okay, so you know I gotta work out some kinks, okay? So, basically, doing the podcast solo works pretty well. I did pretty well at, you know, recapping the episode, but maybe I should worry or think about, um what kind of date I'm going to talk about before I actually hit record. Um, and that will be a note that I remember for myself next time. Okay, that's important. Uh, thanks for being with me during this process. I have been talking for 45 minutes um, by myself, so that's really impressive as well. Um, but you guys make me feel comfortable. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Okay, now let's get down to business really quick. Uh, you can find us at DateCardPod on Instagram, DateCardPodcast on Twitter, and please uh, like and review and share. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher and Libsyn. Um, just Google us and you can find a way to play it whether you are you have an iPhone or you don't have an iPhone. Um, and when you're on that that iPhone um, app, why don't you just go ahead and drop like four or five stars. Honestly, even four stars would be super cute. And if you wanted to give a review, that'd be really awesome. Um, I do take them uh, to heart in the sense that I try to take it in consideration and improve um, in ways that I can. Um, and I'm also really working hard at giving you guys some of the best original content memes in Bachelor Nation. Um, the Instagram page is popping off. It's doing great. Um, getting lots of likes and shares. I just made a meme um, this morning about Colton and Jordan. Jordan. The Jordan we've been talking about. He liked it. So um, pretty much like every every week I'm getting a couple likes from the people on the show and that's pretty exciting to me. And I hope maybe somebody's listening. We'll see. Honestly, all of this is in good fun, so if I talk shit about you, just know that I'm just doing it uh, as part of, like, the experience. I think everybody is wonderful and special and, you know, deserves love. And sorry about all those 
PBR sips, but a girl's got to do what she's got to do when she's talking by herself for 47 minutes. Okay, I've got to go. Okay, okay, follow me. Also, Jenna with a smile. And have a good night. Get home safe wherever you're at. And, uh, yeah, peace out. One love. I don't know. Oh, my God, I shouldn't say that. Oh, fuck me. Oh!